I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to this week's episode of the Speedway Tavern. This episode has been slightly edited at the beginning due to a few audio problems. Thank you. Okay, and you have to say that Bartosz Marslik has come out of it well. Well, he's just, you know, doing the best of the bare minimum at the moment. Yeah. He's not winning Grand Prix, but he's he's getting... He's not to, needing to... Yeah, he's gradually building that lead up, isn't he? So mm. I think it's about a 15, 16-point lead now that he's got. Mm. So um, he's still handily placed, I think, to regain the, the World Championship, of course. Yeah, I mean, how many... There's, we're about just over halfway through, are we now? Something like that? I think there's another four rounds left. Another four rounds, yeah. So, yeah... Yeah. It's it's all he's almost over the line, but not. Yeah, the one thing, not I, one, quite. thing I wanted, one thing I wanted to talk about as well. I mean, as as with all the criticism of Cardiff over the weekend, of course, mm-hmm. it sort of renewed the uh, the clamour, if you like, to move the Grand Prix to to Bellevue. Um, now, I think Bellevue is a fantastic racetrack. Don't get me wrong. I think oh, I ideal scenario for me: get the Grand, get the, the Bellevue track inside Cardiff. Perfect scenario. <laughs> not going to happen because it's just yeah, the track's obviously. You're sort of limited on the size you can have of the, the track, but yeah. there are cons towards Bellevue, of course. You know, it's, it's relatively small capacity in comparison to Cardiff, limited parking, not the most accessible areas in Manchester, um, not really much to do in the area around it. You know, that's probably the one big advantage that Cardiff's got is that it's all mm. sort of right there. You've got the bars, yeah. the restaurants, you've got the, you know, place like the Cardiff Castle and all the souvenir shops, so you can spend the days in there. So, shopping precincts and then just walk straight across the road going to the stadium whereas obviously with Bellevue you'd have to get a bus ride back into into Manchester so I, I understand entirely the clamour for, for moving the Grand Prix to somewhere like Bellevue but let's be fair if you look even if you go back to the world final days well world finals to tracks that produce brilliant racing um, sometimes <clears throat> much, much I mean, like yeah, the two tracks that stayed the most world finals were Wembley and Ullaby. I mean, you would need, I don't think you would have either described either of them as being brilliant race tracks, but they were picked mm. for. But there were some great, there were some great races, obviously. On uh, not so much at Ullaby, but um, at Wembley. I mean, you're thinking of a couple of those Bruce Pennell passes and yeah. uh, Tommy Nudson and, and so on. But I think those mm. those venues were picked more for the for the. For the um, you know, the icon the, the of the site and, and where they were probably more so than I mean if you were picking tracks on 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 the on on the sole basis that you were that you had great racing then you'd be having Grand Prix at places like Scunthorpe. You know, no disrespect mm. to Scunthorpe but it's you know, there's not really much in the way of facilities up there and it wouldn't uh, It wouldn't hold twenty thousand. Thirty wouldn't hold twenty thousand, <laughs> it would probably barely hold two thousand, I think mm. they uh, twenty thousand, so yeah. And, and of course, the other for me, the other problem um, and, and the big biggest advantage that Cardiff has got is um, it rains in Manchester. Hmm? It rains just, in just Cardiff, a, but it doesn't matter. Bit, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. I don't think it rains in Manchester at the moment, unless there's well, a British. There is that. Also. It's yeah. raining at the moment here. It's chucky it, down. It is, yes. 
Yeah, apologies for the earlier sound problems. I have sorted it out. Um, uh, the software decided to update and it uh, set everything as a default setting. So I've had to reset it to our personal settings because we've got strange voices. Yes, we have. Like. Um, Simon Carbert. Cor- Corbett, you're right, I have got a strange voice. Um, he says the crowd at Cardiff would probably get into Bellevue. Oh, I'm not so sure it would. Comfortably get into Bellevue. I thought it was about 14,000. And where would they park? Well, that's the big yeah. problem you've got. Mm. Because you, I think when they had the World Cup there in 2016, they had the temporary stand, didn't they? But they did, they had yeah. the more capacity, but it was right in the middle of the main car park. Hmm. That's, that's the one. That's the one thing that did surprise me about what, the, the new Bellevue track is that um, there wasn't a lot. You know, there's not a lot of car parking space there. I don't think. I don't think. You know, as, as much as it's a fantastic race track and it's a very modern stadium in comparison to other speedway tracks in the UK, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's it's probably not geared to staging massive meetings, massive meetings like that. And I, I think as well, the other thing that you have to take into account is that there's a quite a long contract that they've. Um, discovery you've got with principality so they're sort of hamstrung really and, t- and tied to that because as far as I'm aware part of the deal is that if there's a Grand Prix at Cardiff they can't have a Grand Prix anywhere else in the UK yeah well um, that seems unfair <laughs> to be honest uh, Rich Thomas says they should be getting temporary tracks right now after all the time they've been doing them I mean, I, th- I think we thought that they, they were getting them right. Mm. I, I can remember when they had the two Grand Prix in, in Australia, on, in mm-hmm. Melbourne, on, their, on a temporary track, and those two Grand Prix produced excellent racing. And we've had yeah. rec- de- decent enough tracks at Cardiff previously. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's I mean, it. So. I would say, you know, the, you know, around 2009, 2010, we had some brilliant racing at, uh, at Cardiff. Mm. Um, it's really, you know, it's just in the last four or five years um, but it seems to have gone down I don't know whether it's the shale whether they need to maybe replace the, the shale because as far as I'm aware it's still the same shale that they've been using for the last right. three years and has, has obviously been in storage for the last three years while we haven't had a Cardiff so. that's, yeah that's true uh, Bellevue is a Manchester council project if Speedway Marketing gets their act together they could talk to the council and you can have somewhere like Piccadilly Gardens as a fan zone all the bars and eating you wish in city centre, then coaches with free travel to stadium. Uh, I need to say a bit more of that, please, Chris. Uh, stadium late in the afternoon could be sorted. Mm. On all those wind, all those narrow windy roads around the stadium, that's going to be mm. sorted the coaches there. So, so I'm not, not, not knocking Bellevue, because I think Bellevue is a fantastic racetrack, but I think there are a lot of obstacles that would have to be overcome to having mm. a GP there. Uh, somebody, and I can't see who it was because um, Chris has gone a little bit too high, uh, said uh, smaller tracks are producing the best racing as is needed and not all out speed. Throttle control is needed and not all out speed. I don't think you would call Bellevue a small track and they produce some really good racing. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Bellevue's more akin to a, to a, a European track, isn't it? Mm, um, mm. Yeah, I'd like to see some. I'd like to see in the Grand Prix really some of the some you know places like Bidgosh back on the back on the GP calendar again because Bidgosh, you know, I mean you you've seen you've seen meetings from Bidgosh. It's a fantastic. Mm, place. It's a great, great, great yeah, place. I'm, hope, I'm hopeful of course when the next Grand Prix is in in Roslav and 
that was probably the best Grand Prix of the season last year. So hopefully we'll get the same again. On a, hope so. Hope on so. A, you know, a permanent racetrack. So it feels very much as if the riders themselves haven't got it in them this year to produce that sort of well, racing that we, we've. Yeah. Well, of course they. Did it's turn, comfortable for Schmarschlick at the moment, and that's yeah. the thing. Well, I mean, in terms of the track as well, I mean, they did speak to Jason Crump and, and Greg Hancock, of course, who are both previous winners there now. They both, mm. like themselves, they have ridden on tracks at Cardiff that, in their opinion, were far worse than that. I mean, Greg Hancock made the point that when it, when he was riding at Cardiff, he always had a bike specially prepared for, prepared for it because he knew what to expect. Right. He knew it was a track that was probably going to rot up and, and cause problems. Um, the problem, of course, is, as I say, I would say around about 2007, 2008 was when the Grand Prix tracks were really having bad problems with, with rutting up, especially mm-hmm. the, the, the temporary tracks. Um, yeah. Of course, in that period of time, the bikes have got faster. So maybe there's something in that, you know, the bikes have probably got too fast for, for smaller tracks like... Uh, like they, all, they always go faster, they never go slower. Yeah. Um, maybe that's thing something... Is, the interesting thing is, of course, I've seen a lot of people have said, although they were disappointed with Cardiff this year, they, they've already booked their tickets for for next year's event which is which is great so mm. I, I mean as, I, as a spectacle as a, as an an experience it's still it is i mean it's, it's still, i think a lot of it depends on what you expect from a meeting really if you're if you're going there sort of like for the social side of it you know to meet up with friends that you you only get to see once a year in cardiff you know and have a nice meal go for a few drinks then Absolutely, Cardiff in that in that sense is absolutely perfect. It's, it's perfect in every sense, apart from the fact mm-hmm. that the, you know the right they can't seem to get the to get the track right. Um, mm. But I suppose I mean I know a lot of people who you know if it's a great meeting, it's a great meeting. If it's not, it's not. It's uh, you know it's sort of secondary importance for them. But I guess I guess obviously there are other fans who you know they play stock on. What the racing's like, uh, and as you've mentioned before, when it, when you turn up at a speedway meeting, and it's part of it, the attraction, I guess you you don't really know what's this going to be like. I mean, we've turned up. We, I mean, the, the the pool meeting that Birmingham went to this year is a case of you know which we thought this is going to you know, a lot of people predicting like sixty five. 15 and, and stupid scores and yet by all accounts it was a really really good meeting we were mm. well beat but it was a good meeting yeah. so you never know what you're going to get do you with speedway and that is part of the attraction i guess yeah as for dan Bewley, is he now the new our new number one new british number one possibly i would have thought so it's uh, <laughs> yeah i mean it certainly looks the more likely rider to go on and win a grand prix than, than ty wuffenden does mm at the moment. Yeah, Ty's not not at the races, is he? Uh, just, just just before we move on, can I just backtrack a little bit regarding Shale? Yes, so you I'm can. I'm quite interested in this. So is how how often should Shale be placed? Is it is it is it something that's done every year or every couple of years or what? It depends what you mean by replaced. I mean, I think every you're always replacing Shale because it's always disappearing into the sky. Right. Okay. Um, so does it get downgraded? Yes, it does. Right, yeah, okay. yeah, it does. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that's part of the reason why we were so dusty last year, because oh, right. it, it got degraded quite a lot. Um, and part of the reason why we've been able to, for the most part, been able to keep the dust down this year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it does get degraded. Of course okay. it does, yeah. Okay. Can I have another, can I do another quick announcement? Of course, as well, yeah. Like? Um, 
some of you may have noticed that we do have a, a facility for you to send stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a bit of uh, um, just something from Facebook where you can buy these stars and you can give out to little little bits and pieces to, to videos and that like. And if you send us some stars, it's a few shekels in our pocket type of thing, like you know. So, so if you see that, buy some. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had our first donator. Thank you very much, oh. Craig Smith. Thank you very, Thank very, you very, much. very, so, very uh, much. So that's that started. Who's getting that one? Huh? Who's getting that shekel? Oh, it's all going into um, the charity. Okay. The <laughs> Chris Brown charity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to pay for all your beer. Nothing's ever going to pay for all my beer. Right, um, can we just take that down a little bit for me? So that, um, yeah, keep going. That's it. Okay. So I just thought, I thought we we also mentioned this uh, young lad, Brian Book, and what yeah, he, yeah. he has to say. Yeah, he's a really good uh, in my opinion, the track at Cardiff is too small and there is not enough straight to make it a good passing track. This was very obvious in Heat 3, in which Doyle was clearly much faster than Schmarschlick, but couldn't make a pass due to lack of straight. Not that there is any way that this can be rectified, unfortunately. But we have seen passing at Cardiff. I think it's possibly more due to the fact that his front wheel was pouring the, the, the sky because he kept hitting ruts. Mm, that's possible, um, isn't yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they've got that, they've, they need to get that sorted out. They need to have a good track next year, otherwise people... It's, it's, gonna, absolutely, it's absolutely paramount. They must, yeah. they must get it right. Must I'm, get it right. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that they haven't issued some form of apology for, for what happened over the weekend. Mm. But next year, they've, they've got to... It's all right having all these fancy flashing lights and, and sparkling graphics and fireworks, mm-hmm. but ultimately you've got to get the tracks right. And they haven't get them, done that yeah. nearly all season in the Grand Prix, not just at Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. I know they're new to the game, obviously this new this new team, but uh, mm-hmm. I think they, uh, they need to start learning fast, I think, because it's going to turn a lot of people off. Well, there are people there that were doing it previously, so they're the people that they need to talk to. Oh yeah, without doubt. Yeah, it's, it's well, not rocket science. A lot of talk on Facebook regarding mo- moving it. And I, I know we just talked about it mm-hmm. in Bellevue, but uh, can I just say it's really sad, isn't it? Though that this is what we're talking about. When actually, what we should be talking about is we've got a new home British yeah. champion, British yeah, GP champion, and yeah. and that you know, and and the lack of coverage in the newspapers once again. Hands <coughs> up if you're surprised. Oh, that's nobody then. Yeah, I think the only thing I've seen on any news on any news report is on the BBC Cumbria, and that's on the basis that that's where Dan Bewley's from. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Craig Smee has says uh, regarding uh, using Bellevue, have you seen Piccadilly Gardens? I certainly wouldn't have the fan zone there. Duncan Pemberton says, yeah, I live in Manchester, using the gardens as an example. Blen Clifton, the shale has apparently been stored on top of gravel for the last three years. That had mixed into the shale, making the surface softer than normal. Well, they shouldn't have stored it there then, should they? The promotional poster for Cardiff next year has Waffenden and Lambert. On sad reflection on Dan winning, it surely having Dan on it with the trophy would have attracted yeah. more fans back yeah, after this agree. year's yeah, debacle. Yeah. Mm. Ben Clifton, also I believe the stipulation of no other British GP was in the old contract with BSI. Discovery have hinted at a second GP in the UK from as early as next year. It was amongst their early press releases last year, should anyone wish to check it out. 
you've got the uh, link, uh, that would be cool. Simon Corbett, what about the Ellis fiasco? I think we've covered that, haven't we? Yeah. Um, down laid the track three days before practice, not enough time to work on it, pack it down, etc. The last promotion, although had its issues at the beginning, they started laying the track nine to ten days before the meeting, then spent a full week grading, watering, packing it down, and the track held up much better each year. Seems the new promotion need to uh, learn from last promotion on what they need to do with temporary tracks. I mean, it depends on how early they can get access to the stone. Yeah, and, and being it. And being in August, it's, that might have played a part. That uh, uh, some, what's about the Ellis fiasco? You're just out to diss the guy all the time, says Duncan Pemberton. That's a little fight, private fight, argument fight, going on fight, there. You carry fight, on. Fight, um, fight. Jeff Daniels' promotional poster also says, "Come and watch Dan try and retain." Hello, thank you. His title. Have they give the game away that he is a wild card already? Well, he's going to be there, isn't he? I mean, he's well, fourth in the world. If, even if he doesn't qualify, you would have thought as the as the previous winner of his home mm. Grand Prix that he mm. would then would find a place of way of uh, yeah. him in somehow. Um, Brian Buck says, despite all the problems, Cardiff remains the ideal location for the British GPs, the stadium being located in the city centre and surrounded by an excellent shopping area and good scope for all the off-track occasions which help make the occasion special. With all respect to Bellevue, Bradford, Glasgow and other venues which have been suggested, none are able to provide yeah. these facilities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basically, we just want, it, we want them to get it right and then it would be a great venue. Yeah, and there's more stuff about Adam Ellis that I think we've done to death. Um, Ollie Olsen did the tracks this year, I believe, says Ben Clifton. Mm. Mm. Yes, we know what Ollie Olsen's tracks can be like sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a Danish track, <laughs> essentially. <Yep. laughs> essentially. Right, well, we've caught up on yeah. uh, all of that. It's right about the same time, isn't it? 24 mm. Um Let's talk about um, a, a match that's going to occur tomorrow, which was probably a very important match in ways for Coventry Speedway. Yeah, um, uh, even if it's only for one night, it's great to see the bees back on track. I'm mm -hmm. sure that'll be a big contingent of uh, Coventry fans make the short. I hope so because they need to show. The you know the, their council and everybody you know that the support is there for for Speedway, and and we need Coventry back. Well, the sport God, needs Coventry back, doesn't it? God, don't they? Gee, yeah. we need as many tracks back as we can, but Coventry would be a, a great one to have back. Um, uh, well, I've, got uh, I've got the teams here. For yeah, tomorrow, got, so. yeah, go go through the teams uh, for us. Yeah, lining up with uh, again, it's uh, very much. Uh, a mishmash for Birmingham team has been the case for the last few weeks. So mm -hmm. Tom Brennan at number one, Simon Lambert two, James Rollins at three, Brock Nickel at four, Justin Sedgman five, Lee Complin six, and James Pearson at seven. And for the Bees, Chris Harris wouldn't be Coventry without Chris Harris, would it? Number mm -hmm. one, Adam Roynan at two, Connor Mountain three, Joe Thompson four, Hans Anderson five, Luke Crane six, and Freddie Hodder at number seven. Fairly evenly paced teams, do you think? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I mean, it's obviously it's an opportunity for Birmingham to look at riders for next year. 
I was going to say that. I mean, do you think there's any clues there as to, to riders that we might might be riding next year? I mean, Brock Nickel was a bit of a surprise for me. Yeah, Lee Complin seems to be quite an, a name that seems to be probably com, you know appearing quite a lot for Birmingham mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. there. So he's someone that you know may well be considered before Simon Lambert, former Birmingham rider, um, in the latter stages of the mm-hmm. um, of uh, that man's reign, should we say? I won't say his name. Yeah. A little, uh, little uh, bring back bad memories, but. <laughs> and again for Coventry as well, you know. I mean, there's you know, you know yourself. There's been some great battles between the Brummies and the Bees over the years. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed that something will happen and that we'll see those uh, that rivalry renewed. Um, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of Coventry fans making. I hope so. I hope to, so. Uh, I think the track's going to yeah. be good as well because we've had a we've had a, a really decent sprinkling of rain. Um, and it's strange to say that as a speedway fan, but it's going to do the it's going to do the track a world of good to get the, get the water into the base. Has there been a lot of rain over there? There's been some rain. Well, mm. I, I don't know whether there's been any in Perry Bar, of course, but because um, I was at work today and we had rain, and then I went back home, and we had quite a lot, quite a heavy um, bit of rain for about half an hour, and then when I got home, it was bone dry, apparently, and I only live like five minutes away, and apparently there hadn't been any rain, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm hoping there's been some. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, Brock, that, that team didn't surprise me. I think that, that there's, there's for, I mean, for Birmingham, I mean, there are riders there that, have ridden for Birmingham, riders that have done well for Birmingham this year, guesting for us and have, you know, had good support from the Brummies fans. But has Brock Nickel rode for us this year? I'm not sure he has. I don't think he has, actually. So that that was a slight surprise, and I, and I have to wonder whether there's something in that. I have no idea of knowing, but... Well, don't forget, of yeah. course, Lance Rogers has got uh, quite a good history with the... Uh, the Americans, the yeah. Well, there's a possibility there, I guess. Um, mm. He seems to have lost his way I'm, a little bit, Brock Nickel, doesn't he, really? So mm. he moved to Birmingham would, uh, would benefit him in, in mm. that respect. I, I'm just basically starting the um, silly season off early. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, well, Simon Corbett, we will... Com- we will- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We'll come on to that in a moment. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when this is, wasn't much rain in Perry Bar today, uh, and apparently we've had Birmingham have booked 46 guests to date. Is there that many riders in the league? Yeah. <laughs> 46. 
46. That means everybody's written, apart from you. I, well, that many guest bookings, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Okay, so let, shall we get on to this about the aggregate bonus point back in the championship? Yeah. Um, Simon Corbett's brought it up, and Duncan Pemberton says, "What do people think about championship promoters suggesting league scoring system regressing fifteen years like it was a new deal?" I think that's slightly sarcastic, shall we say? <laughs> Um, well, what do you reckon, Matt? Matt? I mean, the, the 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 proposal is that we keep it as 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 it is now. So, you know, the four points for an away win, etc., etc. Or we go back to what it was when we first started in two thousand and seven. I've, where... I've got mixed thoughts on this because mm-hmm. I like the current scoring system um, because obviously it still gives the advantage to a team, even though if they've lost a meeting, if they're still relatively close, they can still mm-hmm. point out of it with a with a, a decent couple of eight advantages at the end. But I also, going back years ago, I used to really enjoy the uh, the aggregate bonus point, especially if he was, you know, close. And, of course, it ends up with an aggregate result being tied mm-hmm. and you've got a bonus point runoff. You know, same thing, great. Bonus points runoffs over the years. So there's that element as well, which is, you know, fantastic, although it doesn't didn't generally didn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like them both, to be honest. I'm probably I would more... Uh, on the side of sticking with what they've got now. Mm. But I think they, if they go and buy this poll, I suspect they probably will. Right, stick with what it is now. Yeah. I mean, I mean that would be my preference. And, and, and just purely because the other way, to me, just gives a, a too much of an advantage to tracks with a big tra- home track advantage. Well, I suppose the one thing mm. it would leave itself out if you've got two tracks with a big home advantage, so one... one Wax another team by thirty points at home, and then the other team wax them back by thirty away. So, but that—that's that, not. I mean, it's a track like Birmingham. That's not likely to happen, is it? No, it doesn't. No. So, yeah. so it, it does. It, it, yeah, for me, that—that's the problem with that. Uh, ben Clifton says, "I like the idea of an aggregate point. Makes it easier to explain to new fans rather than the very strange current scoring system." But rugby don't seem to have any problems with that sort of a scoring system. Um, so, aggregate point is a bit easier for the casual follower to understand, says Duncan. Um, Jeff Daniel says the polls use the aggregate system and it works for them, but they don't have the different sizes in tracks that we have. They're all pretty much of a muchness, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the problem for me. And so that's why I, I would... In fact, I will vote to keep it as it is. But is there another way we could do it? Has anybody else got any suggestions out there for mm. another way that we could do it? Yep. Because no, yeah. we're just given those, you know, the old way or the new way. Sorry, the old way or the current way. What about a new way? Is there anything? Um, the one thing I, 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 I say this every time, don't I? I don't like the way the tactical sub works in the sense of I don't think you should it should be allowed there for the home team. And in fact, if if they did it so that it was just for the uh, away team, I actually wouldn't have such a problem with them going back to the old way of doing it because that counteracts home track advantage then. Yeah, I've, you're not the first one mm. who said that to be fair. Mm. The first one. 
I think uh, I think um, Duncan's got it spot on. He says that this is the best way. Rock paper scissors. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Rock Sorry paper scissors. Yeah, I probably would do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd still get oh, rained off. Thank you, Pete. Well done. <laughs> yes, thanks, mate. Love you. Uh, Simon Corwitt, happiness is 40-38. None of you have got the 38, it isn't. <laughs> Hey-ho, hey-ho. Right, um... Oh, crikey, is it time? Where's the time gone? Yeah, tw- 20, 22. Um, there's nothing else on the chat box, so shall we go with the uh, Simon Pearson... Simon? Yeah, I, know, I nearly yeah, said Simon Corbett. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> right, okay, so here we go. Here's the tables for this week's Nigel Pearson League. Uh, Thank Simon. you so much for taking over there. No worries, no worries. <laughs> uh, Simon Corbett's at the top at 188. Ben Clifton's only four points wow. behind. And Dave Twine. He's on 183 as well. Oh. Wow, that's close. And then you've got oh, the 181. Yeah, still, it's still, I think it's still anybody's that top five. Yeah, it mm, is. Where am I? Where am I? Ooh, right. seven, 174. Did anybody uh, get the that. 123 correct on the... Um, no, they didn't. The GP. No, they no. didn't. Only one person got the winner, and a couple of people got two of the top three. But uh, Who got the winner? I think I got Dan Bewley, not as winner, but I think yeah, I got him. Yeah, well, it doesn't count. I got him somewhere. The man down in 20th place, who got the winner, by the way. Oh, right, OK. OK, yeah. who's that? Because like, he's disappeared. Mr. Patriot, Mr. Patriot himself, so. No. OK. <laughs> right, OK, so we're going to have, we're going to play our game. Well, I've, got, I've, fixtures, um, I've got the fixtures up. I've got to go back to a couple of things on the shout box sure, that have come you? up now, because yeah. uh, I did throw that question out, is there anything different? that we could do Stephen Bradford says go back to 13 heats could they integrate both scoring systems Mm -hmm. so if you lose away by less than 6 points on the night you get a league point as well as a bonus point for overall aggregate score over both legs that's quite an interesting idea isn't it it's from uh, I think Craig Smee I quite like that actually uh, interesting. Yeah. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Right, shall we uh, get on with this then? Let's go. Okay, okay. Here we go. Uh, Let's put it. So, okay. I believe it's down to you this week, Matt. Okay. So, the first one is Oxford against Edinburgh. No, oh, I haven't got that one. Oh. What's what's the one? What's the pool one then? Oh, sorry. Pool against Redcar, yeah. Sorry. I've got See, every week around. I have to pull him up, Mike. Yeah. Mike. Well, I've got him written the wrong way around. That's all. Can't be getting replaced. Well, Paperclip. we could, but we'd have to pay somebody. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, it, 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 it's cheap, isn't I it? I need my knowledge of Petrice as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul against Redcar. I've gone uh, Paul by 20 on this one. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, me, I'll go yeah. Paul by 14. I'll go Paul by 16. Okay, I want to try and get through this as quick as we can because I, I had somebody come up to me last week and say they turn off. They, they turn off when they do the, when we do this. <laughs> yeah, a few people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's get through it quickly okay. and then we can continue Oxford discussions afterwards. Oxford versus Edinburgh. That's up to me, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, Edinburgh by eight. 
Um, I'm going to say Edinburgh by two. Matt? I've gone Oxford by 12. Interesting. Bear in mind, of course, that uh, Edinburgh don't have some masters, so... Mm. So. Okay, is the nice to say back the West Midland Derby, or the Midland Derby, I should say, Birmingham against Coventry. Okay, and that's down to me, isn't it? So I'll say Birmingham by six. Mm. I've gone the same. Okay. Uh, I'll go Birmingham by ten. Okay, then we have. Scunthorpe against Berwick. Scunthorpe versus Berwick. That's up to you, Matt. I've gone Scunthorpe by 14. I'll go Scunthorpe by 10. And I'll go Scunthorpe by 12. OK. Bellevue against Leicester in the National League is next. Uh, that's up to that's you. Up to me, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'll go Bellevue by Six. I'm going to say Bellevue by six as well, actually. Leicester by ten on that one. Interesting. Okay. Uh, next up, Edinburgh against Redcar. Oh, that's Mike. Edinburgh versus Redcar. I'm going to say mm, Edinburgh by eight. Okay. Matt. I've gone Edinburgh by twelve. <coughs> uh. I bet he goes 10. I'll, I'll go Edinburgh by 10. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've got the Grand Prix Challenge line up here, but I didn't put it on as the fixture, so do you want to do it? Um, I don't, I don't, no, let, let's, let, we'll, we'll, we, we can talk about that afterwards if you yeah. like. Yeah. Um, well, I've got the line up we'll, in front of me, so that's fine. Okay. So next one will be? Kent against Kent versus Mildenall. Mildenall. And that's up to you, Matt. I've gone Kent by 10. I'll go Kent by 6. Kent by 6. I'm going to say Kent by, by 12. Okay. There we go. Uh, next up is Redcar against Glasgow. Uh, that's up to me, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Glasgow by 8. I'm going to say Glasgow by 10. I've gone Glasgow by 10 as well. Mm. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Wolves against Sheffield. Okay, that's up to me, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's um, going to be last time Sheffield came to Monmouth, so I've happy mm. to be the again. I'm going to say uh, Sheffield by 26. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Right, <laughs> I'm going to say Wolves by 4. Might be close, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone walls by 12 on that that's not close <laughs> no <it's> not. <laughs> I'm going to go Sheffield by I'm going to go Sheffield by 4 ok ok big call yeah yeah Kingsman yeah. against Bellevue is next up Kingsman versus Bellevue oh gosh. this is down to you Matt I've gone Bellevue by 14 Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I'll go Bellevue by eight. I'm going to say Bellevue by 16. I mean, they, they seem to be untouchable at the moment. Yeah, they do. And finally, Plymouth by Glasgow. Plymouth v Glasgow. 
Okay, that's, that's up to uh, me, you, it? Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Glasgow by twelve. Glasgow by twelve. I'll say Glasgow. Hmm. I'm going to say Glasgow by eight. Um, Glasgow by ten. Okay. All much of a muchness. So, yeah. Um, if you've not seen this part of the show before, just shove your scores up, and we will collate them, and you will become part of the. Nigel Pearson League, yeah, or, yeah. or the Simon Pearson, it's or the the, the, the Corbett. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ronnie Corbett. Yeah. Corbett. Apparently, Red Car versus Glasgow was missed on the predictions post. Can you get people? Yeah, to... I won't put that on yet. Oh, right, okay. okay. Should we? Should we? Should we do that now as well? Or yeah, I can have that. Are they doing it? <laughs> so, Red Car versus Glasgow. Yeah, uh, and that's down to me. Yeah, you've already done it. You went, you went Glasgow by 10. Oh, you already oh, okay. done it? Oh, right. I'm, right. I'm totally confused. Sorry, I, missed it off. I missed it off the parcel of the phone last night. So. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, stop confusing on. us. We have tiny, tiny brains. Yes. Tiny. Some of us don't have <laughs> brains at all. Mike, explain to me the Speedway Challenge. Glasgow. Oh, okay. The yeah. Grand Prix Challenge. Is it it's Grand Prix okay. Challenge. So explain that. that, that the base... Go on, you go for it, Matt. Yeah, on, this Matt. is the final. This is the the final meeting for sixteen riders to book their place in uh, next year's Grand Prix series. It's the top four usually is. So uh-huh. it's at Glasgow this year on uh, Saturday night. So I'll quickly run through the lineup. You've got Anders Thompson, Kai Huckenbeck, Max Frick, Kim Nielsen, Jack Holder, Simon Wozniak, Andre Lebedev, Rowan Tungate, Martin Vasilik, Dan Bewley. Robert Lambert, Rasmus Jensen, uh, Dominic Cabrera, Oliver Burnson, David Balego, and Vaclav Milic. So, how, how does that format work? I mean, how many go through, or does one go? Top through? four goes top through. Four. Oh, top four. Oh, right. Top okay. three. Sorry, yeah, it's top three. Top three. Top four, okay. Top, top three. One gets, I think the fourth one is the uh, winner of the European Championship. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, you've got to think. You've got to think. Dan Bewley's got a good chance of winning that, hasn't, hasn't he? Right, well, he's, he's certainly going to fancy his chances there. Mm. Track he knows well anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, so that would be good. No, and then other... Jack Holder ride very well on Saturday, I should say. Though he did, uh, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, he was. Yeah, dis- that's probably dis- the one thing that did keep it interesting. Was it, it was very, very close in terms of the leaders all the way through it. You know, mm. there was about three or four rods that. He, I mean, obviously, we all wanted Dan Bewley to win it, and um, but you know. There was a lot of riders that were right in that meeting as well. Yeah, yeah. A chance must of a the Polish, British... Must say the Polish contingent were, were not, as, were not as, as vocal as they have been. There weren't as many there, to be honest. Right. Possibly that contributed to the uh, poor smaller crowd. Yeah. They normally take a lot then, do they? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Last, last, yeah. time I went to, last time I went to Cardiff, I thought I was in Warsaw. It was that. <laughs> Warsaw or Warsaw? Is there a difference? No, Answers on a postcard. Um, Craig Smith's travel. Go on, yeah, go on, go on. Go on. As well, of course, Martin Vashlik is going to be subject to fitness riding in that uh, jump at Grand Prix mm-hmm. Of course, he didn't ride in Cardiff. I'm not sure yet who's going to be in that meeting. He's got to fancy his chances if he's um, fit, he's you would say. Uh, Craig Smith says he's travelling from Manchester to Glasgow for the first time to the GP Challenge. Can't wait. Strong lineup. Hope we get a British winner. Yep. I meant to all of that. Uh, you're going to pick a winner for this one then? We'll have it on the uh, prediction lead. 
Shall we go? Shall we yeah, put it on? Yeah, go on then. Well, I'm going to go with Dan Bueller. Oh, there you go. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with Dan Bueller as well. I'm going to go Jack Older. Okay. Rich Thompson fancies Rasmus Jensen as an outside chance. Decent rider. Mm. Yeah, good rider. Mm. He's ridden at Glasgow before as well, so... Right. Mm. Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like... Is it... A very strong field, yeah, so there's, there's quite a number of riders. Mm. You, know, you can't roll up someone like Max Frick either or Anders Thompson, so... And Craig wants to know who's going to come in for Vakulik if uh, he's no, not fit. No, yeah, so we'll mm. have a look at that. I'm not, mm. I'm not sure. I mean, he may declare himself fit, but... Mm. Is it being streamed, do we know? It might be being streamed on the Glasgow website, I think. Mm. Uh, but it's, uh, mm. if it is, it's, it's certainly a match that might be worth watching. Mm. Uh, it's always a good place so. in the Grand Prix Challenge because obviously it's the last chance for a lot of these riders to get a spot in, uh, in next year. Mm. We should say... Um, well done, Leon Flint. Uh, his mm. form of late has just been, he seems to have turned some sort of corner. He certainly didn't dis- mm. disgrace himself in the uh, when he came in as a reserve on, on Saturday. No, he so, didn't. So. No, he didn't. Um, yeah, I mean, that was... I think he, he's, he's... Something's clicked with him, hasn't it? He's, uh, yeah, I think so. And, and confidence, as we all know, is the big thing in this sport, and he seems <laughs> to have tons of it at the moment. Um, while we're talking about on riders that seem to have clicked, I think um, our very own uh, little P, James Pearson, has been showing a lot better form of late, don't you think? Yeah, he rode very well on uh, on Wednesday night against Berwick. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a little dicky bird tells me that he's changed his mechanic. Um, so whether that's got anything to do with it, I have no idea. And I could be wrong. I have been wrong about things before. Have I, have yeah, I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I can, I can <laughs> make that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jeff, right. Daniels, Jeff Daniels just said that uh, it's been streamed on the types of cost £15. Pounds. Cost that's £15. Not that's not that's not. 15 quid's okay, then. Mm, yeah. I think so. Uh, you have Lynn Bellevue on predictions. It's not weak. It's on 22nd on Eurosport. I don't. Somebody might be able to, re- to um, work out what that actually means. I would. That would be great. Um, MJJ replaces Huckenbeck, apparently. Oh, yeah, by Elliot Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Je- Jepson Jensen. Okay. Well, uh, it's five to um, the hour, five to nine. Um, I'd just like to sort of send out a... Uh, Welcome to any Coventry supporters that come tomorrow. Um, come and support your. Come and support. You, you, it's not so much supporting your team as supporting your body colour. I think is the way to look at it. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's going to actually be quite an entertaining match because there's no pressure on anybody. We know what Chris. I mean that, that last to first in that one heat last week. Chris yeah, Harris. That was brilliant. Um, so, you know, I hope to see lots and lots of you down there. I do hope to um, get a Birmingham win, and I do hope I get the chance to rub it in your faces. Of course I do. That's what it's all about. <laughs> has, there, has there been much talk from Coventry supporters about uh, uh, tomorrow's meeting? I honestly don't know. No? Yeah. 
So um, it's killed that then. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked. So you yeah, know, that's it's, no research yeah, at all. Yeah, no, nothing. not absolutely, absolutely none. Absolutely nothing. Uh, nothing changes. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wrong one, by the way. Yeah, uh, well, there you go. Uh, uh, apparently, we have um, that match uh, as next Monday on predictions, and it's a week on Monday. Oh, I got it off the base website, so I blame uh, them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Blame, yeah. Right, oh, blame somebody else. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always, yeah, yeah. always with that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Always somebody else's fault. It's always yours. I know. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and most of the time it is my fault. <laughs> well, this is true. Well, thank you once again for joining us. Um, Matt, I've got to say, I'll get better soon, mate. Thank you. Um, nah. Can I, can I also say thank you to all everybody who's um, shared the stream as well, um, mm. and please continue to do so every week. Share the stream uh, to your page, your uh, profile, and thank you to our uh, star senders. Thank you. What what is the charity we're? Um... Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, we'll we haven't we'll we one. haven't sorted. No, okay, no, we'll I have one. some ideas. Yeah. Um, Mainly they're my, mine, but okay. Yeah. They're hoping after the meeting tomorrow and a big turnout, the Save Coventry Speedway campaign will make a further update about Coventry plans. So that, there you go. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, enjoy your Speedway this week and uh, see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Welcome Good night. to the Speedway Tavern. What's the news today? Have a drink. Say